This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. everything entertainment the uh, 26th annual Susan G. Cullen Race for the Cure that will be of course on Mother's Day that is Sunday May 13th at Southdale Center in Edina we hope you can join us for the walk sign up now team registration that is coming to an end on the 1st of May details in the link to register they're all at mytalk1071.com use the keyword race Thank you so much, Thanks. Johnny Love. So just yesterday, Julia, we saw the headline, <laughs> Paula Patton has a new boyfriend, and we thought, starts out. Good f- yeah, but good for her, yes, right? right. Because she had waited so long after Alan Thicke. She had been with Alan Thicke since she was like 14 years old. Yeah, and she Robin is... Thicke. Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Thicke. She's yeah, yeah, 42 yeah. years old Lord. now. Yeah, right. I, they, were, they were together a very, very yep. long time, and she's been doing the heavy duty lifting of raising the boy because right. he's been busy getting together with his 20 year old lingerie model getting her pregnant, pregnant marrying her having a baby and you know just starting all over right with and another we're like, woman sh- good for her she's waiting she, she's yeah she everything. hasn't been seen with anybody so mm-hmm. anyway so you yesterday we're like all good for her well right. guess what that it her situation has gone from zero to DEFCON messy in one day. <laughs> in dummy. 24 hours. Yay, Paula is getting some to now. Yep. Holy crap, what is she thinking? Let me read the You've headlines. You've got a bad picker. It's not any uh, better. Paula Patton steps out with married boyfriend. Paula Patton's new boyfriend is a married man. Paula Patton is all smiles with her new boyfriend that's married. Because she's been bragging about him in interviews. Right. And taking him with her to the interviews. Yeah, she's promoting a terrible movie called Traffic. I don't know if it's bad, but the fact it's spelled Traffic with a K, I I judge. The Kardashians are involved. We can't spell it with a C. We've already had that that movie. movie. I know. Maybe it'll be good, but she's out promoting the movie, and she said... um, um, you know, just how how crazy she is about him and that she's basically that she suggested she met him through her son, Julian, right. that her new guy has a kid Julian's age and they met at a kid's basketball game, which sounded pretty cool until page six revealed that um, Zachary, the boyfriend, Zachary Quitman. Yes. Is married. He's not legally separated. He still has all of his stuff at the house. He's been with his wife for 20 years. He's a real estate agent in Malibu and coaches a lot of kids' sports teams. So he's known by family. He's probably a soccer coach, I think. Yep. You know, and Paula told Entertainment Tonight they met. You know, and it's a suburban romance, which is also code for affair with a fellow. Hello, dad, on the, dad. On the sidelines. If you have a kid and you have a basketball game, she told Entertainment Tonight, you got to look at the daddies. 
He's got kids. I got a kids. It's one of those. Well, he's got a wife, too. Page six reached out to Zachary. He did said, I do not want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And the other source close to uh, Zachary's wife said they are disgusted that Paula is being callous to talk about basketball game when we come from a small town. Malibu. Malibu. Everybody knows about this. Right. He's a trust fund kid. His mom is like number one in real estate. Yep. I'm sure he's good at selling himself. He's selling himself to Paula, but he hasn't really made anything. And he uh, he's all about his body, his tattoos. He's a very selfish man. Yeah. That's nice. the wife's sister probably yep. said. Anyway, he's been living with her for exactly one month. And he... Has been, been with her on the tour for Traffic with a K. Yeah, I, I think that's in bad taste. I mean, come on. She, she's just on the floor of the wife. She had no idea uh, that it was... And Paula uh, Patton had painted herself as the jilted woman who was left for another she woman. She wasn't painted. She was that. She was, right. But she's doing the same thing. Jeez, Paula. That is zero to DEFCON, Messi. It really is. All right, Paula. Well, Kanye West is flexing. His oh, philosophy oh. muscle, and oh, listen to this good book deal he's got. I, we want to have it. We already could have it. He is um, basically his book is called "Break the Simulation," which is a terrible, terrible title. But he said that he is just tweeting his philosophical thoughts, and that will make up the book. Okay. I really, I like how they, I like oh, how man. this man rolls. Yeah. He, so he so, said, no publisher or publicist is going to tell me what to put where <gasps> or how many pages to write. This is not a financial opportunity. This is an innate innate need to be expressive. And so when he's done with his experiment of <laughs> tweeting for a year, <laughs> it will be all captured mm-hmm. in a damn book. When we've already seen his we've daily already, thoughts, yeah. Yesterday's was, in life, we are all trained actors. If you see a kid screaming at a restaurant, it's because he feels... And it went on and on and on. I mean, you'll read a paragraph in a book, but you won't read it in a tweet. That's a ripoff of Shakespeare. Shakespeare's famous quote is, all the world is Is a a stage stage. and we are just players upon it. He's ripping off Shakespeare. Well, Donnie, (laughs) look at that. Jeez. Kanye has been reading and meditating and he's on a philosophical role role right now. Why does he have to share it with us? That's what I want to know. I don't care. Because it's going to be a book. Well, who cares? Well, Kanye cares, uh, apparently. Don't, like just three hours ago. This is what he tweeted. Because <laughs> he already tweeted so much today. I don't want this. Don't trade your authenticity for approval. Well, that's a brilliant quote. And then he tweeted uh, swatches of fabric. <laughs> oh, no. Seriously? <laughs> mm-hmm. Here's another one. Cars have four wheels. Hoodies have hoods. <laughs> it's amusing to me when someone says this is an original hoodie. Bro, it's a hoodie. <laughs> okay, for the man... <laughs> Whose fashion line is hoodies? Where is that coming from? Cars have wheels. Yeah. Hoodies have hoods. I mean, it's like everything he Feet is. have toes. Oh my gosh. Fingers have hands or hands have fingers. Ten sometimes, if you're lucky. He is a nut. Wiener's got balls. <laughs> you knew she had to say that. No, but I mean, that's what I feel like. Oh, we're yeah. blind Houses them. have doors. <laughs> yeah. And windows. 
Lori, do it. Lori, no. reply. Should I do that? Wieners have balls. I mean, it's just, it's really in. Please, Lori. Oh, my between, gosh. It's... I think you should do tweet backs to him. I, I can't. I mean, but, but he's tweeted like four. But, but he gets like a lot of retweets and whatever. But he's just, it's a book that's happening. Like here. Lori and I are writing a book, too. Here's one oh, he wrote exactly. five years ago. No, maybe you can go off of this okay. one. Oh, dear. Trend is always late. And late is always never. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Stop tomorrow is this. another day. It is. And last and night is going yesterday. to be tonight. <laughs> and the full moon of today is yesterday's trash. This book is going to be on the remainder table next to Sean Penn's book. But he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. Because no one's telling him what to do. I really personally think if he's had this. It's brilliant. But, but I mean, it's brilliant. Honestly, it's brilliant. Uh, only Kanye people are like, uh, you only know, someone so full of himself who's supposed well, to be. He's been quiet, and I now know. he's got a lot to say. And he's on a. I, for one, think we could go to him every day. And like yesterday, Learn when he did trend is always late. We could go off on a tangent of our little sayings. All right. Why don't we tweet you our know? sayings, Lori? I don't know because why don't we just tweet our words? Because we have a radio show to do, and we have to be present in them. If we, but some people work before or after. Their <laughs> show. No, but this is spontaneous gold like coming out of our mouth. We can't practice spontaneous gold. <laughs> we can't practice. There can't, can't pra- be a script. It can't be scripted or taught. Oh, but or, we can't uh, tell people about that's the script. a state fair shirt. What Lori and Julia spontaneous, spontaneous gold. gold? Yeah, right. Oh God. Oh You're man. So vain. With be on the back <laughs> anyway but we are going to go to kanye west as long as we know he's on a philosophical roll let's, oh yeah let's just follow let's keep right, you know we'll looking follow. at him i'm ready yeah i'm huh. ready okay so mm-hmm. what else do we know here we know that um someone went to a dance with the cutout of michael b jordan Oh, I saw that on GMA. Isn't that kind of cute? I mean, I someone took him to the prom. I feel like it's a little desperate, but you know, if you don't have that's balls. I I I went with another girl. So I think that this would Boy be... Boy with the cardboard cutout. Yeah. You know, that's kind yeah. of sweet. It is. And you can order... It's sweet and you sad You can order at the same a time. cardboard cutout of Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. You can do that online. It's one of the um, commemorative things that they're doing for their wedding. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. yeah. I was buying it for your birthday, but I won't. I can I'll, just... I'll cancel that one. I'll get you the condoms. Yeah, thank you. That The be... royal condoms. I will take our uh, walk for breast cancer sign that I always end up carrying. I will plaster it with my People magazine covers with ha- uh, Harry and Meghan. Is that how we're going to walk this year? Well, no. I'll, I'll, afterwards, for the wedding day, if I need to have anything to tweet and show that I'm a tr- that we're true fans. Oh, well, we're wearing our fascinators. <laughs> That's true. We have those. And my, I have a purple one. Oh, you little... Purple for Prince mm-hmm. and for Royal. Mm-hmm. I think we should try to make them. Julia, I'm not a crafty girl, I know, I and I'm never going were. to be a crafty girl. I wish I girl. was, just for a day and be Call fun. Alexis if you want to do that. Yeah, I think so. You know? I think so. All right, so are we still on the air? Uh, <laughs> as far as I know, it's a good sign. Everything looks good. We're on the, the signal air. is on. I feel signal like I heard something in my ear. Okay, all right, good. Charlize Theron is telling us for Tully, whenever that movie comes out, that this is the movie she, Diablo Cody was one of the writers, she told Entertainment Tonight, it took her a year and a half to lose the 50 pounds she gained because she's 42. Yeah. 
to uh, to lose Can the you? fifty pounds. Oh, yeah. Her kids thought she was pregnant, yeah. and she was having to get up at two in the morning to eat macaroni and cheese. This is the kind of make believe world. Yeah, but <laughs> the make believe world of acting is just like so bizarre. But I bet she never does this again for a while because fifty pounds is a ton of weight. At you know she because she did this back when she was twenty seven. And she gained weight. You can do so many things at 27. I know, you people can drink don't 27 drinks or not maybe 27, yep. but 27 drinks in a week and have no effect on yep. you. You can lose 12 pounds yep. in 12 days if you're 27, right. if you had to. You can if, do anything at 27. It changes every year, every decade. Damn metabolism. Yeah. Where's that fancy pill? I don't know. It's coming. I'm inventing it. Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, listen, we come back. It's time for the dirt alert. Is a my talk dirt alert. Oh my gosh, we're back. Look who's here, Elizabeth. Hi, my loves. Hi, honey. It is what? nice to be with you on this dirt alert. Lori, you have to stop Lori's- rummaging through 85 bags of stuff and you what, have to get there- pay attention. Oh, she's this I got is my for bowling the bowling banquet. banquet. And the crisis has been diverted because she was able to scrounge some prizes off people's desks. Oh my gosh. If you find something missing tomorrow, it's in Lori's bag. <laughs> Twin Cities Live t shirt. She's she got it. it. I water could get bottles. you some stuff. I've got water hers. bottles. And no, such. you know, I've got better prizes than that. Hey, you, you watch your mouth, lady. All right, uh, let's get to the dirt. I have a whole bunch of stuff to get to, starting with Bill Cosby's trial. Now, this what's interesting about this um, is, is it that... it's still going on? It's still oh, yeah, going on, yeah. and this is the retrial, of course, because this is the case Andrea Constand, who is a former Temple University employee, says that Bill Cosby drugged her and sexually assaulted her. She's one of many, many women who says that this happened to her, and the jury was a hung jury in the first trial so they're back doing it again there's a book publisher named judith regan and she was part of the project uh no lifeguard on duty which is janice dickinson's first memoir published we back in 2002 this book. right we did we okay. had janice and judith regan and I read used to be a big book. publisher yes. yes so janice dickinson testifying in this trial there are five women who are allowed to testify to show, show that pattern. Bill Cosby had a pattern of this type of behavior. The judge allowed that. Remember, only two were allowed in the previous mm-hmm. trial. So uh, Judith Regan told jurors that Janice Dickinson disclosed to her that she'd been drugged and, and raped, raped by Bill Cosby and that it was intentionally kept out of that memoir for legal reasons. Yes. Oh, Here's what I, Judith said. Because his people, his lawyer said, why didn't you put it in your memoir? Right. Why didn't you talk about it like then? Like, you, tr- you get in trouble if you don't talk about it? You get in trouble True. if you do? Yeah. You're scum. Being a victim is a brutal situation. Yeah. I don't remember verbatim is what Judith told jurors, but I remember at one point during the preparation of the book, Janice Dickinson told me she had been raped, drugged and raped mm-hmm. by Bill Cosby. Uh, she said... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. That Janice Dickinson was furious that the legal department wouldn't for the publisher wouldn't story. let the story be detailed okay. in the book. This is the alleged 1982 sex assault in Lake Tahoe. Because remember how long ago that this yeah. book come out 14 years yeah. ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2002. She was yeah. on our show. Here's yes. what Judith mm-hmm. Regan said. She said that story would be impossible to publish. It would require corroboration. And at that time, there wasn't corroboration any. would have meant a witness. In mm-hmm. this particular incident, the legal department... Not Janice Dickinson decided it could not be accommodated. Mm. Yeah. And Janice didn't know anybody else, but if they'd let it be published, then the floodgates would have opened all that sooner. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? And things wouldn't have gone through past the Statue of Limitations. Uh, People get away with, oh, such terrible things. Such terrible things. Yeah, I read that book, and it was actually kind, kind of a... I mean, really. Remember when we called her? She was on the phone driving with her son, son in, the car, in the car. And she was just kind of funny, obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. She had the TV show. And Liam Neeson, yes. she likened it to one of the big Evian bottles. Yes, he unzipped she did. his pants and an Evian bottle fell out. Lori's always talking about wieners this I time know, of the day. I, know. I don't know. I think no, she's just. But that is a memorable line it from is. her book. It's memorable. It's going to mm-hmm. be a memorable line for me going forward, too. <laughs> Thank you. Very much. An image. Elizabeth Vargas uh, is making her next move after exiting 2020. She's leaving 2020 next month after anchoring the show on ABC for 14 years. She's you think moving. She's fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I, you know I what? Think she just how do you maybe she it was, was just tired of that. She might job. be done with it, and she might be ready for a fresh start. Yes. You know, she's been yeah. through rehab at yep. ABC. She's you know talked about her battle with alcoholism. Her marriage fell I apart she while she was there. Do things sort of like uh, Anne Curry. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever watched that till we meet again if you no. watch any of those episodes but she I, does want to do documentary yeah. stuff more in-depth yeah. pieces there comes a time i think you know if you have a luxury of being able to do whatever story you want to do in television and you don't need more money what a great thing, thing right. because it's got to be somewhat of a grind a weekly news yeah. magazine and she show kind of has yeah. been a little bit humiliated yeah, but she's just motivated from the other side. Yeah. I think she might be looking her. for a fresh start right. professionally, too. Mm-hmm. That's fair. She's moving to A&E to produce a series of investigative uh-huh. documentaries. Yep. Uh, the first project is going to be an in-depth discussion with the parents of Casey Anthony. Yeah. Accused oh. of killing her child. Marsha Clark Investigates is also a very good show, as is Val- Vanity Fair Confidential. I love the IT channel. Are those, that's all on a and What's that? a ID Investigation Discovery, oh, you know. Boy. But they're good. Marsha Clark, um, you know, she's kind of got this six episode series okay. on, I think, A&E. I think, you know, in that American Greed show, mm-hmm. I think that's on A&E. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, folks. I, there's some I, good, and it's only a half hour, shows. and I tape that it's show. It's good. If you're investing yep. with someone, and this guy is getting returns that nobody else is invest getting, you yeah. should be alarmed that he's running a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. That is my public service yeah. announcement no to kidding. you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan Thompson is not living in his Cleveland home with Khloe Kardashian and the baby. That's oh, what people that's is reporting. Okay, that means that's... Yeah, that they're That's all there. Good. He's not living there. He does come and go to spend time with the daughter. 
Um, and this and let me please Hollywood speak then to grovel shows, at the feet of Chloe. Right. And like he goes to the, the baby. door and she holds the baby <laughs> up and says, cheese. Yeah, and this is it. Time to go. Uh, this source telling people that Chloe Kardashian has very little to do with Tristan Thompson. Mm. Other insiders are saying that she wants desperately to return to but L.A. Do you see how brilliant Kris Jenner is? Because mm-hmm. just yesterday the story was that she's in love. They're, they're, they're so bonded because she is going to keep the tension. I mean, yeah, because nobody we all works know. No, she's she really does. And then the story from Us Weekly is that Chloe isn't going to be leaving Cle- Cleveland anytime soon. If I was her, I'd get out of Dodge and Whoa. go home. Yeah. Go home, be by well, your family. Well, she will, but can you not fly for her a little bit? Or babies? Well, maybe. Or not? It's just kind of exhausting, maybe. It is. And I would think it would be bad for, like, a newborn to fly up in an airplane. I don't know. It's just a lot, too, with, like, the... But, you're still getting no, nursing down. No, but I mean, their ears and, and stuff. I mean, I would be... I would just get a damn RV, and I would have somebody drive me across, and I would stay at lovely places, and I'd have my friend, and... Yeah, and, and you I'd can eat, always park your RV at a, at a yeah, Sam's Club. I, just get out of Cleveland. Cleveland, do you Chloe. Think, do you think the Kardashians have ever done that, though? Like yes. a road trip? Yes. Yeah. I think we've Driven seen across it. the country? No, well, we but saw I think, Paris Hilton. Yeah, and we've seen them on road trips before. Oh, well, Paris Remember Hilton. when Oprah and Gail did it? Yes. Paris is actually a driver, and she owns a ton of really cool cars, and she's a great driver. So well, maybe Chris Jenner is working me. on that right now. <laughs> I would love to go across the on states an RV? in an RV. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. I want to make grilled cheese in the back of the RV while it goes. If you're someone else is making you your grilled cheese. You can come with me and cook. I will. <laughs> Amazon Prime surpasses 100 million members, really? you guys. This is what Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos says. Huge milestone. And he's saying that Prime Video is driving Prime member adoption and retention. This is coming in the same week that Netflix reported it now has 125 million global subscribers, up from 117.6 yeah. million a year ago. I mean, it is just an example. Digital distribution of it's, entertainment yeah. is huge. But I still tell you that over-the-air broadcast television Television is the cornerstone of America. It Thank is. you very much. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and you on are Amazon, too. Uh, currently watching Bosch. I absolutely love Bosch. Wait, this is you're just Sneaky a wealth. Uh, oh yeah, Sneaky Pete. Sneaky like Pete Sneaky was Pete? not as good season two, Donnie. Oh, you gotta admit, it wasn't. Watch Billions on Showtime. It's my favorite. Very good. Thank you. All right, we got to get to our traffic daddy before he spanks us. I uh, we signed up for Amazon Prime, and then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. We got a doozy. Yeah, well, this is really inspired out of watching Elvis Presley, The Searcher, which was on um, HBO this weekend and playing continuously and on demand. And uh, really an excellent, amazing documentary for about the man who changed pop culture and music forever. And it's for serious fans and casual fans. And it just was really, really good. But one of the things... Uh, and Priscilla Presley was the producer, and she produced it with Jerry Schilling, a longtime member of the Memphis Mafia, who happened to be like a good 12 years younger than Elvis. Oh, so okay. He, um, they've worked on this documentary for like four years, Tom Petty, all these different people weighed in, Bruce Springsteen. And they did, I do give credit to Priscilla Presley that she did acknowledge Anne Margaret, Viva Las Vegas, and in that, but glossed right over the fact that Anne Margaret and Elvis Presley had a love affair that was real. It is um, said by different people who know them both that they were the true deep 
loves, loves of each, of each other's, other's lives. lives. Okay. And mm-hmm. one of the things um, that happened is that, okay, so let's set the stage. Okay. It's, it's Viva Las Vegas. It's July of 1963. Elvis is 28 years old. It is his 14th movie. Already. And, and I would have to say Viva Las Vegas is one of my favorites. Oh, that's a fun one. And Anne Margaret is 22, and her movie Bye Bye Birdie had just come out three months earlier. Hot. Okay, and her castmate from Bye Bye Birdie, Dick Van Dyke, said really that movie should have just been called The Anne Margaret Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the camera loved her. Oh, she yeah. was amazing. Amazing. And in she uh, in her 1994 autobiography, she does talk about Elvis Presley, and it was the first time that she ever did. Otherwise, the only talk that had happened had been just what the people in the inner circle knew. But what happened on that sound set, on that soundstage in 1963, they had to, before they filmed, started doing the actual movie, they had to do their musical numbers first. So they'd never, that's how they met the day they were going to do their first musical number. Mm -hmm. So hot. And she said, we experienced music in the exact same way and we couldn't believe it. It was odd, embarrassing, funny, inspiring, and a wonderful sensation. We looked at each other move and saw virtual mirror images. When Elvis thrust his pelvis, mine slammed forward too when his shoulder dropped i was down there with him where he whirled i was already on my heel mm. and we see that in viva las oh, vegas and you yeah. can go to youtube and watch these uh yeah the music musical numbers oh and so while they're working together he they discover they both love motorcycles they love family they're very private people they both be- believe in god they love late night talk shows and Elvis has now been with Scylla. He met her like in 1950. Did he go 59 to Germany? 58 yeah. he went, yeah. So, and he brought Scylla to Memphis when she was a senior in high school and rolled her in an all girls school, <laughs> I think, if I'm getting my memory. But he made a commitment I will marry Scylla when she's like 21. You know, mm-hmm. and we'll have a family, and I'm committed to your daughter, and mm-hmm. I have all good intentions. But uh, he fell madly in love with Anne Margaret, and he's filming movies, and Scylla's, you know, at home. at home, I'm in Memphis at Graceland, and um, they just started, the sparks were flying, and during their private time together, Elvis opened up to her maybe more than any other person in his life, and she felt she knew him intimately. She writes all this in in the book. So let's. This is from a 1994 interview when she was promoting her book. First time she'd ever talked about Elvis. With Charlie about Elvis, Rose. With Charlie Rose. Yeah. EP. Yes. Why are you so reluctant to talk about it? You even when I've watched you in conversation, it seems that there was about the two of you kindred souls. You saw in each other something deep inside that you both knew, you both had. And it's almost now as if you were trying to protect that. Oh, yes. What is it? It was extremely special. It was very strong. Strong in the what? Our relationship was very strong and very serious and very real. We went together for one year and he trusted me. And I do not want to betray his trust even in death. 
What would be betraying his trust? Ah, uh, I knew him very, very well. So if you pointed out weaknesses that you knew that were, because all of us have them, and if we have a love relationship, then we certainly know about them. If you do that, it would be a betrayal of him to tell the truth uh, about, whether it's about his, the best of him or the worst of him. There's been so much written that has been negative about him. I wanted to celebrate his life, the man that I knew. And what would you say to celebrate his life? Huge talent? He was so gifted. And it makes me extremely angry that all of a sudden all these people who made fun of him right near his, his death, all of a sudden, posthumously, right after he passed on, were writing reams and reams of stories on him. How gifted he was. Why didn't they do that when he was alive? So they could have saved his life. You understand? Yeah. Okay. And (laughs) she, in her book, she absolutely... Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret, yeah. She did not go into any of the passionate, intimate relationship details. So she's never spoken about it. His Memphis Mafia, people like Red West, Lamar Fike, they all are on record as saying Elvis's affair with Anne Margaret was not just an affair. He was really in love with her. It was hot and heavy between the two of them. But Elvis had to fulfill his commitment. And this is what Anne Margaret writes in her autobiography. Mm -hmm. Elvis had always been honest with me, but still it was confusing. Um, We continued to see each other until we dated for almost a year. Then everything halted. We knew the relationship had to end, that Elvis had to fulfill his commitment. Mm. Actually, he got married to Priscilla on May 1st, 1967. She married actor Roger Smith one week later in the same city. Wow. Okay, and for the Mm -hmm. remaining 10 years of Elvis' life, he and Anne Margaret remained good and loyal friends when she made her first appearance on the Las Vegas stage, June of 1967. Mm -hmm. Elvis sent her a guitar-shaped floral arrangement. He continued that practice for all of her Las Vegas openings for the rest of his life. Every single time they were in Vegas at the same time, they would be in each other's audience. When, wow. Yeah, when he opened the inter- Las Vegas International Hotel, now the Westgate, mm-hmm. on, in July of 1969, Anne Margaret was in the audience. And throughout the 70s, they would go to each other's shows. She struggled with booze. He struggled with pill. Anne Margaret overcame her addictions. Yeah. Chris Elvis did not. In early 1977, she heard rumors about Elvis's poor health. When Joe Esposito came to her show at the Tropicana in Vegas, she asked him how Elvis was doing. He said, don't worry, everything's fine. There's a few problems. We're taking care of them. Oh, really? And okay. when she opened at the Hilton on August 15th, 1977, there was no guitar floral-shaped arrangement from Elvis. And she knew right then that something was, something wrong. was wrong because she had been getting them for 10 years. The next day, Elvis dies and she flew immediately to Graceland because she knew the, I mean, she knew all these guys. She knew, right. she knew Vernon and um, she cried with him. She was very close. And I think, you know, um, they asked her three months after Elvis died 
the colonel and Elvis's father asked her to host a two-hour Elvis NBC tribute called Memories of Elvis. Oh, that would call Did that. she do it? She said it was the most difficult uh, job she ever took in Hollywood. Right. Ooh. It was so, so hard. And even when Vernon was on his deathbed, she flew to him to see him. And that was Elvis's dad. Elvis's yeah. dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, anyway, and one of Elvis's uh, Memphis Mafia men, I guess Elvis called Anne Margaret Thumper, which is kind of cute. Oh, that's so cute. He said if Elvis had ended up with Thumper, this whole thing might have wound up differently. Whether or not. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Elvis could have could have been saved right. from himself yeah. by Anne Margaret. Yeah. Right. Who, Who knows? knows? But it was a real true. They loved each other very much. And in her book, she would not. And Charlie Rose uh, um, tried to press her and press her to get her to say something, something. about the intimate, passionate. No. She's right. taking she, she that to the it. grave. She's taking well and just. It was theirs. It was theirs. That's exactly right. And Roger, her Roger just died last year. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, but it's just the chemistry that those had. It it never stopped, even when the camera stopped rolling. Even though Elvis was a little bit annoyed that in Viva Las Vegas, the director, um, it was, if you watch that movie again, um, he the camera loved Anne Margaret, yeah, and he would uh always say that uh, a gum or what what is the swear word where you're, where you're southern and you call somebody a son of a gun, son but, of a gun, but you don't say son oh. of a son gun. gun, it's some other like okay. kind of right. corny thing, dad gum or something like that. He's like, That director is cutting me out of all the shots. <laughs> oh, Elvis, funny. okay, because uh, that was sort of uh, a thing that he notice the camera angle controversy he would just be like that guy is literally trying to shoot me out of the movie that's kind of funny when he would look at the the camera everyone loved dan right yeah so man well that was a good one yeah yeah thanks for sharing elvis has such a delicious scandalous love life i mean we could go for days sybil shepherd you know forget about that one no don't natalie wood yep Oh, I don't know about the Natalie Woodward. Oh, yeah. He had a brief during the 50s, early 50s. She was a star. Really? Yes. Yeah. In her book, too. Natalie, a memoir by her sister, Lana Wood, uh, alludes to the abortive romance with Presley. as It was doomed but the one time he flew her to Memphis to meet the family because Gladys Presley did not like Natalie. 
Oh. Wow. She wanted to, to, well, she was very domineering. She wanted her son to herself. Yes. And along comes this vixen. Yeah. You can see how that happens. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, there you go. All, All right. right. Listen, we'll be uh, back with our favorite headlines of the day. Sometimes I feel like giving up. No medicine is strong enough. Someone help me. I'm crawling in my skin. Sometimes I feel like giving up, but I That is a good song. In My Blood is the name of it. Wendy tweeted us, Hi, ladies. Love the piece about Elvis and Margaret. And Aunt Margaret, what a romantic love story. Never knew about it. Thank you, Wendy. I know it. Thank you, thank you. We might have to play a little bit more of Anne Margaret and Charlie Rose talking Elvis tomorrow. You just can never get enough of that stuff. No, I know. She did tell a very nice story about that, that, uh, you know, shows off his character. Well, let's play it. Oh, sure. Yeah, I know. Let's play it. We can Uh, hang off on our headline for a second. Okay, here we go. I remember a time when he, um, when I was living in this um, apartment with my parents, and uh, we, um, oh, they were great. They were Danish. They were from Denmark. A sea captain and his wife. They were the landlords. And, uh, uh, Mr. Jorgensen had passed away, and Mrs. Jorgensen uh, was having a birthday, and uh, Ellis had met her before, and he said, let's, let's go and say a happy birthday to her. And uh, he just was so sensitive and considerate, and uh, he knew about honor and about respecting your elders and uh, manners and being civilized. and Worship the ground his mother walked on. Yes, and loved he loved his family, loved his uh, parents. Uh, he loved his little daughter so much. His her voice is so damn sexy. I, I love it so much. Like she's so wow. Let's just play the last one. How they'll never. She's be lovely. Okay. There we go. And was he that unique a talent that that when you think of the great entertainers of our time and those who have shaped the culture? He is high, very high on that list, and there's no one on the scene today like him. There never will be. Why? Well, he's one of these uh, gentlemen who is uh, is an American original. That was it. There was a certain authenticity about who he was and the way he sounded and his what? Oh, yes. See, that's why it, it gets me crazy when these people... They write all these articles. Oh, he started this, he started that, and he gifted and he did. Why didn't they say that when he was alive? Because jealousy. Yeah. That's why. But, but, but help me understand this, and this, this is important for, because you knew him. What difference would it have made? Did he need that self-confidence? Did he need that sense of people who to write that so that he would not have turned to no, other no, things? I, I won't get into that. I, I just, I wanted that for him. Because you loved him and because you wanted him to have the satisfaction of having that known about him. So he understood that other people knew. Yes. Yes. He didn't know. Or he didn't know that other people knew. This is getting very uncomfortable for me. Oh! <laughs> How about that? Yeah. He was just kept trying. Charlie Rose, digging. you've 
You forget, you yep. know, he can, he was a good interviewer. Yes, he was. Um, but she was not giving an inch. She was not going to give any, 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 any personal details because on Because she probably was conflicted that he was, listen, I have a commitment to this other woman. I am going to marry her. And because they, she had but a key. Love me, Elvis. She had a key to his Beverly Hills home. They, they had a, th- it went on for, for, for a, a year. year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then it was too painful for both of them. But the fact that they get married a week apart in Vegas. That's amazing. 67 and they stay friends. That's kind of amazing. All of that. Or what's some other headlines done? Russell Crowe will donate John Oliver's auction proceeds. I hope he's donating him to Blockbuster up in Alaska. He has. He heard about about what John Oliver was doing to save the Blockbuster with memorabilia in Alaska. Yeah. And so he thought it was so cute. So he said, I think this is such a wonderful random act of kindness that I'm planning now on how to best use the at, I am at John Oliver money he spent Wait. on groin protectors and such. <laughs> right. Given his often his often show for genuine love for Australians in Australia, it's got to be something special. And he uh, had a eureka moment. And he said, I'm just going to give it to wildlife. Oh. It'll be a surprise. Oh, cool. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Charlie's Throne and Paris Jackson to be honored at the 25th anniversary of Vienna's Life Ball. What well, the heck this is, is that? This has been for AIDS. This is something that Elizabeth um, Taylor started, and Elizabeth Taylor is Paris Jackson's godmother. Ah. So she's going there to accept it on behalf mm-hmm. kind of, of Elizabeth Taylor. Well, we got to keep the awareness yep. going, and Paris Absolutely. Jackson is a young woman, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's smart. And Charlie's Theron, is she... She has the Africa Outreach Project. Okay, yep. very That's nice. How yeah. fancy. Fancy. How fun to go to Vienna in I June. I would say. Yeah. Danielle Staub is filming a destination wedding for Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay. Well, let's remind people who she is. She's on the New Jersey. She was the one who, Teresa, when she flipped the table and called her a prostitute whore, she was talking to Danielle Staub. She was the object Very first year of, of Teresa's Real Housewives. Teresa Yes, and now she's got... Uh, several boob jobs, new teeth, uh, nose, and hair extensions. <laughs> yeah, right. And a new years husband. Later. A new husband to be. She's yep, been yep. engaged like 21 times. She she's has. got a record, but she's get, they're getting married. To different people. Yes, they're getting married uh, May 5th on Bimini Island, and Bravo will film it, which means Bravo was, might be paying for it. And, um, and Bimini Tourism is going to be paying for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's 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 fine. I think it's fun. you got to have a storyline. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Maybe she'll get to be more of a regular then. Yeah. And Probably. Soggy Siggy Flicker is gone. Who was that? Oh, I can't even catch you up on it, Jules. Too much. It was too low. All right, Yeah, fine. she was the girl right. who was always crying. Her name was Siggy, thus the nickname Soggy. Oh. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Can I tell you guys something that I yeah, forgot to tell today? Why Barbara Bush always wore her hair white and wore pearls? Why, why she never, she quit dyeing it? Mm-hmm. She never, quit dyeing never it. Never dyed she, it? No, she liked to play golf, tennis, swim. Her hair turned orange, green, oh. yellow, different colors because of the chlorine. So she just decided to go white. And the pearls were to cover wrinkles. They no longer do. You can't wear pearls all over your face, she said. <laughs> <laughs> Great sense I of loved it. Yeah. Everybody have a great day. We will be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.